0: Good morning. I'm Laura Reimer and I'm delighted to be here with you at Elop Chapel on this third Sunday of Advent. We have a Christmas train. It runs on a circular track under our Christmas tree. Our young grandson Luke is three and he loves trains. So we bought a Christmas train on Kijiji quite selfishly to watch his delight. He and his little sister Charlotte love to sit and watch that train go around and around. In fact, they've run that train so many times that the soundboard is almost worn out after just three weeks. Most days they videophone us first thing in the morning just to watch that train toot and call all aboard and chug 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 along the tracks. One day, before the latest COVID restrictions were announced, they were at our house watching that train. Suddenly, Luke picked up some Duplo books bricks, which are large building blocks like Lego, and he put several of them on the track. He watched us as the small engine connected with those bricks, slowed down, then pushed them off the track and kept going. After a little while of increasing the challenges to the Christmas train, he picked up the entire bin of Duplo and dumped it on the tracks. Then he waited for the train to approach. The little train slowed significantly when it encountered all those Duplo blocks and one of the cars even fell sideways but the train kept chugging. Eventually, the little train made it through and came back to us along its circular track, ready to keep on traveling. As I watched, I thought about how being a Christian is a lot like that little Christmas train. We chug along, but underneath us all the time is the steady, trustworthy set of tracks that we follow. And even when life dumps as much duplo as it has to give on us, we have a way to guide ourselves forward just like there's a set of tracks under that Christmas train. The name of that way that we can follow is Jesus. And as I prepared for today, I was reminded of a song that came out in 1996. It was written by Andre Crouch and recorded later by Michael W. Smith. The chorus goes like this, I won't sing for you. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. There are many deep theological and epistemological teachings about Jesus as the way that I'll leave to Pastor Graham and Bobby and John to explore for you. But today I wanted to talk with you about Jesus as the way forward in this Christmas season, unlike any Christmas season we have ever anticipated or expected. I think we'll probably think about this for a long time as the COVID-19 Christmas, but really it is still and always will be the celebration of the birth of Jesus. <clears throat> I thought a lot about this, and I thought about all the disappointments and the wonderful parts of our traditional Christmas celebrations that won't be this year. No Christmas carolers outside, no hustle and bustle in the malls with Christmas music blasting over the excited voices and the bustle of shoppers, no stacks of Operation Christmas Child boxes piled up to, remember, to remind us to share from the abundance in our own lives. No decorating the church, no warm hugs and get-togethers with friends we haven't seen for a while, no church services, no, Easter, no Christmas Eve services, and no robust Merry Christmas from people we pass by on the street. And hardest for many of us is the anticipation of an empty house on Christmas morning. No family coming to celebrate with us, no meal to prepare, just another Christmas day. But to all of these questions and disappointments and confusion, Jesus is still the answer for the world today. This is unparalleled hope. I looked in the Bible, and the New Testament verse, John 14, 6, is a whole new way for us to walk through this COVID thing. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That verse came alive for me, and it seemed to be a map, not just for every day, especially for this Christmas. In his book, Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis could not have known the challenges that we would face in COVID-19, but he did say something in the faith chapter of that book that struck me as very relevant. He said, we try to understand and to separate into little compartments what exactly it is that God does and what people do, and when God and people are working together. You have probably prayed many prayers that fit into these kinds of categories. So, as Christmas approaches and our family gatherings, our traditions, our travels, and our visits are all so uncertain, it seems to me that Jesus still offers us the way. What God does and what He did do was send us Jesus. That's why there's Christmas. What we do is take Him at His word. Jesus came. Together, we bear witness these days to what it is to live with the hope that Christmas celebrates. And we can find new ways to do that. As we work our way through Christmas and the challenges of the restrictions, the life and the teachings of Jesus offer us the way, the truth, and the life. These three words remind us that the message of Christmas has not changed since that first Christmas so long ago. But the words also tell us how to celebrate this Christmas, the way. I love to read the book of Luke. If you haven't read it or haven't read it lately, start at the beginning and work your way through. It won't take long. The book shows us how Jesus lived and it shows us his way of relating to people, and caring about people. Jesus really cared and it's very evident. He often laughed and was amused. We can do this too, despite how we're feeling. When Jesus delivered the Sermon on the Mount recorded in Luke 9, He thought about feeding people. He realized that they hadn't eaten and they probably would like something to eat. Did you know that this is the only miracle that appears in all four of the Gospels? And it gives us different windows into Jesus, but each one is about Him caring. No one asked Him for food. He knew people were hungry and He provided. And as you know, dining together is a very bonding experience. I feel cared about when somebody gives me something to eat and share with them. So I'm thankful for the story of the fishes and the loaves, and I encourage you to read it if you haven't. Although, you know, when Jesus said, I am the way, he was actually talking about communion with God. His life and his behaviors, though, show us the way we can behave when we know him. He models ways to care about people in tangible demonstrations and we can model that. It's one way we can share the joy of Christmas. I heard on the radio about a woman named Joan in Winkler who's making loaves of bread and leaving them outside on her doorstep for anyone that wants them. She has found a way to show Jesus in a way that nobody has done. And because it's Christmas and despite COVID-19, Jesus shows us ways he cared about people and he can show us still how to do that. His love. Working in our heart gives us ideas. The truth. Oh, to know the truth in this age of you do you and what apologetic scholar Rabbi Zacharias identified as mass-marketed spirituality. I work for an organization, um, a public organization, and let me tell you, there are so many versions of truth out there, it seems like there is no truth at all just interpretations and accusations that cause chaos and confusion. The champions of tolerance and cultural relativism mess with our worldview, and we must be prepared to be on guard. First Peter 5.8 reminds us furtively to be alert and have sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. We need to know what is true, and we need to be able to see what isn't. God's truth allows us to stand against the attacks on our minds and on our worldview. As we enter this, our 10th month of trying to spread the, uh, stem the spread of COVID-19, I admit I'd like to know what's actually true out there about this flu and how it spreads and why the world is shut down after all this time and the thing continues to spread. <clears throat> but as we approach Christmas with confusion and doubt, about who in the medical or political community is actually telling us what's true, we can rest because we know that Jesus is truth. In John 18:38, when he was asked if he was the king, Jesus said he was, and in fact he said, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. In him we can know what's true. Christmas Day is our celebration of the birth of Jesus, but is also the day that we can know there is a truth, and we can know it by knowing him. He said he is the truth. He is testimony of the truth. We can look at his life and read his words. There's no wavering or wondering. There's no constructing or deconstructing. Jesus is exactly who he said he is, and if we want to know truth, we can know Jesus. Sorry. The life we have all used the expression, ah, this is the life, and I'm confident that these days you're not thinking this is the life. But if it is, it is if we think about it the way that Jesus did. Jesus also shows us the way through life, even when life seems to be in the wilderness. Without doubt, COVID-19 has been a wilderness, and as the days became weeks, became months, I, for one, have often felt discouraged and lost. But in the Bible, And especially in the New Testament, we see over and over and over again that following Jesus is the way through the paths of life that threaten us, that are uncomfortable, that leave us alone, that leave us feeling accused, that leave us uncertain. He's also there to show us the way through the happy journey. So Jesus came to testify to the truth and we can build our days, our hopes, our entire lives on the teaching and the examples of his life. Outside Briarcrest Bible College on the Trans-Canada Highway, just west of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, is a solid stone sign that quotes Isaiah 40 verse 8. It says, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the Word of God stands forever. We know that Jesus is the Word of God. He showed us the way through his life, his words, and his teaching. But perhaps most of all, Jesus also showed us how to live life. The life he promised would be abundant in John 10.10. While we're here on earth, it doesn't really matter how we get together. But what matters is that we find a way to be together. There is life in being together, and that's the strength of being part of a church community. We all swim in the same pool. The water flows in the same direction. Our feet are firm on the same bottom. It's not ideal to be meeting together on YouTube or on Zoom, but at least with technology we can. We can have opportunities to get together. We can connect. We can remain a community. So we celebrate Jesus, but finding a way to share the message together is a new adventure. Sometimes when people ask me how I'm feeling these days, I'm tempted to say what many of us say. I'm tired. But instead, I've started to say, you know, I'm weary of the journey, but excited by some of the challenges. And you know what? That has really helped me uh, to find new ways through. But importantly, the last part of John 14, 6, Jesus also said, no one comes to the Father, but through me. And this too is life. Jesus gives us a framework for a life that makes sense here on earth, but he also is the only way we can enter into an actual relationship with God that starts here and when our time on earth is done continues when we go to heaven to be with him. Did you know that Christianity is the only religion that no one is born into? Christians become followers of Jesus one at a time through a personal decision to accept Jesus into our lives and to learn the way that he to live the way that he did. It's through nothing else. Jesus is life and he is truth and life with him is abundant. And so at Christmas time, we're reminded that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no Christmas without him. But he also makes the way for each of us each and every day that isn't Christmas. These are tough times, they might get harder. But remember the words of Job 42, verse 2. Job said, I know that you, God, can do all things, and no purpose of yours can be thwarted. That's a good reminder. God sent Jesus and gave us Christmas so that when we so that we can know God. He's still in heaven. Jesus is still the way, the truth and the life. And think about this. How exciting is that? It's not dependent on what we're experiencing. The message of Christmas never changes. So just as those little railway tracks under our Christmas tree mean that the little engine can move forward slowly but surely, Jesus is still the reason for the Christmas season. He is our way forward through COVID-19 and through all the other Duplo that might distract us or cause us to fear. Jesus is the way through the hills and the valleys of this unusual Christmas celebration. There are no surprises because Jesus is and always will be the way, the truth, and the life. My life, your life, life here on earth, life here on heaven. So when you're feeling afraid or weary, or just wondering when it's all going to change, I encourage you to remember how weary and afraid the shepherds were on that first Christmas night, when suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them. They were terribly frightened. But the angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for everyone. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born in the city of David tonight. You know, each and every day I want to be clothed in the unwavering message of hope and of life of Christmas. And I don't want to forget, no matter how weary I feel, so that made me recognize an opportunity, actually, that COVID-19 has brought. There's something that we all do many times a day that kind of upsets me, makes me think things that I don't want to think, but it's something that we all have to do. We are required to wear a mask to, spread the, to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And I've decided, instead of being negative, that every time I put on my mask, rather than being upset and discouraged and feeling a bit defiant and a little afraid i'm going to say to myself jesus is the answer for the world today above him there's no other jesus is the way let's pray dear god thank you that you're here no matter what we face in life you are and always have been the way through Thank you that in your word we find unchanging eternal truth on which we can build our lives and walk out our days. Thank you especially for this church and everyone in it and around it. Please bless them and keep them close to you. Grant wisdom and creativity and love to its leaders and joy and blessing to the entire Elam community. I pray in Jesus' name, knowing that his is the name at which every knee will bow on heaven and on earth, no matter what. Merry Christmas to you and yours.